Hello, my lovely listeners. This is Capricorn with just a quick note before we start the episode. I just wanted to apologize ahead of time because our dogs were being very, very active. I did try to cut out some background noise, but of course there's lots of snorting from them and click, click, click from their nails and all sorts of mayhem. Uh, So I apologize ahead of time for that. I hope it doesn't change your experience. I kind of consider our pets to be part of the podcast. I just wish they were a less vocal part of our podcast. As I say this, I also have my dog currently snoring. It's just what they do. Okay, so I just wanted to throw that out there. And also, I just wanted to quickly apologize There's a part in there where I laugh while talking about lung cancer. I don't think lung cancer is funny. Laughter is just a defense mechanism for me when things are uncomfortable or sad. So if I offend you, I apologize. Thank you for listening. God, I can't believe you just said burn her. I know, but like that was really intense really quickly. Like we intensified. Puritans. It's America. This is America. America. We hang witches. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Time of Our Wives. This is Capricorn. And I'm Gemini, the other wife. (laughs) You're going to say that every time, aren't you? I I thought that was part of my title. (laughs) Okay, that works. Um, (laughs) I thought that was it, Gemini, the other wife. Yeah, colon, the other wife. Um, So I already did a mini-sode that kind of covers some of the will really lightly cover some of the historical background uh, for the film. So if you're interested in that, uh, I would check that out. So now we're going to talk about the film. We're not going to give a play-by-play. We're just going to kind of cover some of the highlights because I really think this is a film that needs to be experienced. Um, And I I totally agree with that. I came in, I hadn't heard about the film. I probably had seen it on Netflix and was like, oh yeah, cool, awesome. But I don't get that much time to watch TV generally by myself. So I... That's generally all I do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, that and that's why I enjoy because you're like, hey, you need to watch this. And I'm like, awesome, I'm going to watch it. So, but the mini-sode did help me get some background and i so it just it was just a basic history yeah. of lgbtq lgbtq plus lgbtq plus mm-hmm. there's okay. also 2s lgbtq plus that includes the indigenous people of america the two spirit yeah, that's a new one. I want to look that up, too. I'm interested in that. Yeah. Okay, on another. <laughs> that's, an- that's another topic for another day. Another day. But I, I did like having the background mm-hmm. that you gave us. Like you said, not totally in depth, but it was nice to just know the basics of the right. history of Taiwan. As far as the it, Before as far I watched it, movement, it actually yeah. and it was it helped me in the watching of. Yeah, I think I appreciated having that background. Like, after I watched the film... It made me curious to look up this stuff because it is based on some historical context. After having watched the film the second time with that information, that was that was really helpful for me and kind of expanded the experience that I had with the film. Okay, so with that, I kind of wanted to get into um, just some of the highlights that we really enjoyed. So I really liked watching how immediately Ahan, who's the main character, he's immediately drawn to Birdie. Mm-hmm. And I think that was, like, really, really noticeable. Just as soon as they locked eyes, kind of, he was kind of fascinated. So kind of, they felt like soulmates in that way. And mm-hmm. then it also seemed like 
this time around especially, I noticed earlier that Birdie was very interested, or at least intrigued by him really early on as well. Yes. So I kind of, I really like them, and uh, there is there is a scene, like I stated, but in case you don't listen to the minisode, there is a scene of extreme violence uh, towards another kid at this boy's school. Um, some of Ahan's friends are bullying him mercilessly because they, they think he's gay, which he is, but they're just kind of under the assumption, and that's enough for them to torture this guy. And they are definitely torturing him. Yeah, it's it's it really shows a lot of stigmatism and, I guess, preconceived notions about gay people, and especially in this time period, because it's set in the late 80s. So, in this time period, he's really just persecuted. And early in that scene, we see Ahan kind of panics a bit, but Birdie comes out and rescues this kid. And it's just like, seriously? He's very kind, I noticed. Um, like He's a very kind person, and you can just tell that. So, I think watching their relationship kind of form, it felt really natural Mm-hmm. to me and it's kind of you know it's intercut with scenes with Ahan talking to the priest at their school about uh, there's a scene that takes place later on in time but it's intercut with the scenes uh, that are going on at the current time mm-hmm. but it kind of gives you a bit more tension it adds more tension into the film right because you know that there's going to be this one point where he's bloodied and talking to the priest and he's very upset upset like, and very upset right and I think the movie kind of has a generally slow pacing, so I think it kind of really helped having those scenes there. Didn't you think so? Kind of kept her. Yeah, I think it kind of you were waiting to see why the why right. the the cause of that particular scene. Like we kept getting pieces of the scene, and it kept intriguing me to why wa- wonder why or or is this where this meltdown is going to happen? Or you know, right. like I, it did. It helped me move along. There is a point also where their school gets uh, integrated with girls, and that also brings a lot of tension into it because they're segregated literally with a fence. Like, there's literally... (laughs) They literally just were like, okay, we have to allow girls into the school, but we're putting a chain link fence because you guys don't even look at each other. Just don't even look. (laughs) And it's so definitely funny. don't talk to each other, right? There's there's this notion that boys are wild animals and they can't control themselves, so they tell the girls if any of the boys bother you, you know, report them and all. So it's like what? right, right. Um, <laughs> it's really intense. It was <laughs> it was a little crazy, and and in that, like the the segregation of the girls and the boys, I kind of want to. You might be touching on this later, but I want to precursor to like. When Birdie gets in trouble for... With Bon Bon, yeah. With Bon Bon. And I apologize if I'm pronouncing these names incorrectly. I'm trying my best. Yes, sorry. But Bon Bon actually ends up getting expelled. Yeah, she... I noticed that... That was something I did want to comment on because we have this moment where Birdie starts dating Bon Bon, which makes Ahan, like, so jealous. He was devastated. I mean... This movie. It was awful. He just, he was so upset because Bertie was starting to ignore him. And, and more than that, Bertie was dating a girl, even though Ahan was like, 
no, we belong together. Why are you doing this? Why why do I feel like an outsider in this relationship now? So what they did is they they stole a a giant balloon. Mm-hmm. Like I think it was a weather balloon or something. Right. And uh they, they <laughs> he releases it at the school. Birdie does and it has a note on it which says good night my love which they make a they make a mention in the film Ahan's talking to this one girl and she says you know good night when it's written out as w a n a n and that has something to do with the way it's written in chinese i can't remember all the details of that but basically they she's like the w stands for i and mm-hmm. then the a and the n spell for for love you mm-hmm. so it's a it's a way of Birdie telling this girl publicly, I love you. Right. And which is something that Ahan had Yes. As he, soon as he found out that this was a way to say I love you in a coded message, yeah. he immediately paged Birdie with it. Yes. So Birdie used that, which I thought was horrible. It was crap because he was like, So you didn't know what I meant when yeah. I asked. He's said like, that Well, I you. looked it up, you know, and then he's like, So you used that for this girl. Like he just he just was he, done. And yeah, it's, it was extremely painful. Yeah. I was I was having an emotional roller coaster yeah, it was, watching yeah. <laughs> watching this movie. Yeah. The, um so so what yeah. happens at the school is due to this incident, some time goes on and then they realize who did it. Then what they do is Birdie gets in trouble. He gets some um, demerits and he kinda gets in trouble for a while. But Bon Bon gets even more in trouble and she gets expelled which i thought was horrible because she didn't have anything she to do didn't with do it. anything she was just on the receiving end yeah she had no control and that was like a complete surprise and then she got expelled for that and i thought that was just terrible right and i like how ahan kind of identifies with her in certain, certain there's certain moments yeah, yeah he he kind of is getting like as much as he seems to really dislike her there are moments like you said where he he can kind of have compassion for her mm-hmm. and understanding. So I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about the expectations all around him that Ahan is facing, like not only at school and with his teachers, the priest, his family, just everything yeah, in he the seems society. Very he's he's pretty popular, but it's just I just mean the expectations around him to be straight okay. and to be you know, within the society, that's not accepted. Within his family, they're expecting him to get a girlfriend. At the school... At college. Yes, at college they want him to get a girlfriend. But at the school, they're expecting him to also kind of follow this thing with no lust, you know. You're not allowed to have lust because that's a sin. Mm -hmm. And so from all around him, he really has no outlet for this because no one... No one understands except Birdie, except Birdie just is awful about it. They do not ever just have a conversation. No. Everyone, if you hear our dogs behind us, they're wrestling, so just ignore it. I mean, it's really cute. They're having a great time. So, (laughs) there, um, there is a sexual scene between Birdie and Ahan that they don't speak. It's just this moment between them, mm-hmm. and they both just start crying because they know they can never have this. They can never just be happy. Yeah, and that think, was intense. Yeah, the scene is just really intense, anyways. But I think that was it. Really packs a really strong 
emotional punch at that time where it's like they they just can't be happy. Just loving somebody. Yeah, really loving And not her. being allowed. It's it hard. Yeah. <laughs> it, it it causes emotions. It was yeah, it was <laughs> it was very difficult. So then you have parts where Birdie is specifically pushing him away. And he pushes and pushes and pushes and you're at first you're just like, Wow, that's horrible, but then you realize that he's doing it because he loves him. He loves him so much. He loves him so so much and he's He's really trying to shield Ahan from everything going on, everything around them, because he does love him. And he's willing to make that sacrifice, even though it it breaks him. Like you see later, they have a day together where they kind of just run off because Ahan's like, get away from me. I can't deal with this anymore. You know, if you're going to treat me like this, just I just want to be alone. So, of course, the birdie follows him. Of course. He's got to make sure he's okay. You yeah. know? Like, he's like, where are you going? What are you doing? I'm just going to follow you. Yeah. So, they, they have this, like, day where they can just be free and there's no one around and nothing around. And it's there's just... There's a lot of screaming at the ocean. Yeah. There's just... I felt just that. them. I, like, really, yeah. really All, every, identified well with the screaming at the ocean. Yeah. Everything that they just had pent up inside of them, he just released it. And then once he did... They could just relax together. Mm-hmm. And it was it was nice. So then he says, oh, you know, after that day, I never saw Birdie again. Right. And Birdie then, knew that Birdie had to remove himself from. Yeah. He had to leave because it hurt too much to be together with each other. I do want to say, though, that there's a scene where Ahan calls Birdie. And he's like, you know, you changed your number. And he's like, oh, yeah, we moved. And... You know, all whatever. I have all this stuff going oh, on. This one made me ball so hard. Yeah. So he he when he calls him, he's just like, okay, well, can I play a song for you? And Birdie's like, sure. And so he says, I. And then he really quickly corrects himself to, well, one of my seniors wrote this song. So then right away, you're like, he wrote the song. He wrote the song. He wrote it, but he Birdie. didn't want to yeah. put that pressure on Birdie. So he was like, well, one of one of my seniors wrote it. It wasn't me. I'm trying not to ball. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so he plays him the song, Your Name Engraved Herein. And it's the lyrics are so moving. And they're so beautiful. And it's just all that pain about, I have to be away from you because it hurts too much to be near you. And I can't be near you. And that, it just is awful. So then we have a scene, we flash to the future with the current day. And I, I just want to say really quickly, too, I really like how they cast the older Ahan. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that actor is. I, I mean, I love the, the younger actors. They did such a phenomenal they job. They really did. I enjoyed them. But then the the older one, I felt it really did kind of look like him. I could see him growing yeah. into that. Birdie, I wasn't so sh- It yeah, took me a minute. It was the hair, too, I think. Yeah, it was the hair. But, I mean, of course, Birdie would have crazy hair. Well, they had a comment during school where they were allowed to grow their hair out finally. And Birdie chose to keep it short. So I think when he got older, he was he like, didn't... fuck it. Fuck it. I'm just going to let it grow. I'm just going to let it grow. So we have the older Ahan, and he's desperate to find Birdie again. And he ends up making contact with uh, Bon Bon. Because she and Birdie actually ended up getting married. And having a child. Yeah, I think they had a child. Ahan talks to Bon Bon and she just is like, it just makes sense. That's just innate. 
Mm-hmm. It's innate with both of you. It's just who you are. And if I had known that, I wouldn't have tried so hard. Right. Like their love for each other is just. It just is. It just is. It's, yeah. it's no different than the way anybody loves. Yeah. Okay. So then he, he finally, he goes to visit the priest's grave because he realizes and he found out later that the priest he had was actually gay as well, yes. which is why he was pushing him so hard to not follow that path. He was like, it's too hard. Don't mm-hmm. do it. But um, the priest had actually left the church to be happy to be with his partner. Yes. And that was really nice. I mean, it's sad for him. He had to leave the church to do it, but he just wanted to be with someone that he loved. So now he's passed away. Um, I'm guessing lung cancer. Cause he was always smoking. Yeah. <laughs> he was smoking the whole time. So, um, yeah, Ahan goes and talks to him and he's like, he loved you so much. And the guy was talks, like, Ahan goes to talk to who? He goes to talk to um, the priest's partner. The priest's partner. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And that's when they have a conversation about, you know, the world is different and he just wanted to be happy and he just didn't want you to suffer. And that's why he was like that. So uh, he does tell him, though, like there there is a bar that, you know, we used to hang out and Birdie was there sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I like how the partner's like, by the way. By the way, if you're looking for Birdie, he's around. <laughs> around. So Ahan goes to the local uh, gay bar and he actually does see Birdie there, but he panics. Like he, <laughs> he's oh, like, oh gosh. He freezes up because he's so nervous, but he keeps going there. Like he's even like falling asleep at the bar because he's there for so Waiting, long. Waiting, yes. So one night he's you know, oh, okay, he's not here again. So he goes to leave and Birdie comes out and finds him. And he, and the the moment when Birdie says, hey, and he just kind of panics. He's like, oh, oh, hi. And he just, <laughs> it was so awkward. Yes, it was. was. He it just was. didn't, he was really caught off guard. He didn't know what to do. And I was like, that was so cute. It was cute because he, t- he t- <laughs> it just, everything was there. All the yeah. emotion, everything was right there. It was just so cute. So they walk through the city and they talk because now they're in Montreal. Sorry, mm-hmm. I forgot to mention that. So we have Birdie and Ahan. They're just they spend the rest of the night into the early morning just walking, talking, catching up. And there's a tension there. It's kind of an awkward tension because again, they never actually say things. <laughs> no, they. Don't. I had such a hard time with this. I'm like, say the word out loud. Say, I. I guess maybe that's my personality. I don't get inferences very good. Like, you're trying to tell me something. Just say the words. Because otherwise I'm not completely understanding. So I think um, that's my personal frustration with it all. Yeah, but then you do finally get a point because it's... After all this, you know, mm-hmm. well, how are you? You know, I, I should check in with your mom. Oh, yeah, she misses you mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Then there's a moment where Bertie stops and he just says, you know, I really did love you. And the face that Ahan made, like you could see all these things just flicker over his face so quickly. It was like, he was like, don't cry. Oh, God, he did love me. He finally said it. And right. just all these things. And he has to walk away. So does he say I love you as they're saying they were saying goodnight? They were going to go separate ways? Because that I liked that part where they kept saying goodnight to each other. 
Yeah, so he, he says, I love you in the street, and then they keep walking, and then he's like, well, this is where, this is my stop, and he's like, well, I'm only 10 minutes away, and so Ahan's like, you know, do you want to come up for a drink? And he's like, oh, no, I better not, and that's when they say goodnight about <laughs> well, 50 times. 50 gazillion times, and I'm like, what is happening? Because ah! goodnight means I love you. <laughs> this made me think of the whole... um the moon is beautiful. You know that one? Yes. The moon is beautiful tonight. Oh, it means I love you. Right. Like, I don't know. I I was... They just kept saying it, and that just made me happy. And so. then Birdie walks off as Ahan is walking the rest of the way to his room. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and then Ahan, like, rises back, and he's like, you know what? I, I want to walk with you a little bit more. And I was like, oh. oh thank you. <laughs> so then we have them kind of look over their shoulders and we see their younger selves playing and, and they're singing the song mm-hmm. and just kind of relaxed and having a good time. And to me, it was really, it was them wishing that that's what they could have had. Before. Right. They're like, But they'll what take if, it now. Yeah. They're like, what if we could have, what if we could have been like that? And it's so easygoing and so in love. And you could see it on their faces and these younger selves that they imagine. It's just, you can see all the love there and it's out in the open. And so you could tell them now, they're like, who would have thought the world would have changed so much? Who would have thought that we could have had this? And it's a shame, you know, now that they're, they're almost 50, but they get to have it now. Yeah. So it was, even though the film was devastating and there's so really many was. bad things you just oh you just your heart hurts so much for them at the end at least you have this this uh, uh, more uplifting ending it could it could have been so much worse it could have been worse if they hadn't put that in there i might not have gotten out of bed for a week <laughs> yeah like I mean, honestly like that's how intense i was feeling yeah. those, the the emotions of the movie and i mean one of them didn't die one of them you know it was right it was a much better ending I appreciate the story. I really appreciate the story and the way it was told. Yeah, I thought it was beautifully told, and I love the cinematography of it. <laughs> I loved, I loved the way it was cut. I loved the actors; they were just so good. All of it was really—it was so good, and the it song was, is good. It's mm-hmm. just—it it leaves you with a lasting impression. It does. Like this is a movie that if you watch it, it's going to be with you for a long time. And I think it's, I think it was just really nice. Uh, yes. And I've only watched it the one time because it did give me such an emotional, <laughs> <laughs> emotional, I'm not going to say breakdown because I didn't break down, but it was an emotional revelation. Well, you're an ENFP, so. <laughs> so yes, I'm also super empathetic. I do plan on watching it again mm-hmm. in the entirety. Um and probably by myself without any distractions. Yeah. Because I've cried a lot, but I, I have a feeling that me and this movie, we need to... Um, you need to have a moment. <laughs> we need to have a moment together. We need a private moment. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciated the fact that I watched it by myself the first time because I was like, I'm so glad I was by myself. <laughs> I mean, right? It was a lot going on. And I was like, I'm so glad I'm, I'm alone. Right, now. I need to be alone in my feelings with this film. Right, exactly. <laughs> me and we just need to have our time together and so i look forward to that Mm -hmm. wrapping up i think we both highly recommend i'd say highly recommend yes if you need a good emotional film uh it's good yes yeah yes yes (laughs) watch it (laughs) please watch it watch it it's so good 
Uh, okay, so that's uh, that's our commentary for the film Your Name Engraved Herein. And this is Cap and Gemini signing off. <laughs>